0: Hello, and welcome back to The North Boys Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are oh on episode... God. 10? 10. Oh. 10. 10? <laughs> 11. It's our 10th 10 10 month- 10. anniversary. bro. This is...
1: No. How many months have we been doing this for? Fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's raining outside.
2: <laughs> is it actually? No. Oh yeah, we're, we're doing we're it live. live. <laughs> we're live right we're now. We're live! Yeah, we're live. Okay, so... We're live. Today...
0: We are taking a little trip. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Power move. <wasn't laughs> anyway, um, like,
0: yeah, yeah. So today, uh, we've got a special guest on the podcast, awesome. ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, uh, Paul. Paul. S- fall. Autumn. Autumn Noster. So close. <laughs> it's so close. It's
3: so
2: close. We have
0: Saul Noster, Pink Floyd enthusiast, and a great, great, a friend great of ours. friend of ours. Unfortunately,
2: Josh. Josh Didn't was be here.
0: unable to make it. Um, so he's he indisposed. Rest in peace.
2: So we had to call in some backup. <laughs> so we, I mean,
0: uh, he's been disposed. I mean, he's
4: been <laughs> disposed
0: up. He's indisposed. He's yeah.
3: So um, I was listening to the end of your last podcast on my way here, and I heard Josh say not the Pink Floyd album. (laughs) And so I think it's really just beautiful cosmic justice that he's not here and (laughs) I am That's right.
2: Uh, It was fucking (laughs) flat I
1: don't know why. I was really excited because of um just
3: Just excited to shit on it.
1: No, just excited (laughs) because I had this album has so much I don't know. Music in it. (laughs) <laughs> so much music. Nobody did so oh, much damn. before. What am I trying to a say? A lot of clout. Like, yeah, a lot of clout. That's a great word. Um, uh, What's clout? Clout is like. <laughs> okay Um No clout. <laughs> no clout. Well, it's you. like a, it has a big. Wow, I cannot find the word clout. Personality. Whoa. That's not but what if I mean. But you use big words. You it's can't famous. Fucking, ah, it's famous. Like, yeah, it's well famous. known. It's well reviewed. It has a lot of. Um and it has good reputation. Yeah, there you go. It's very good, good reputation. reputation. Yeah, it's good You got reputation. a lot of clout. You got a
0: lot of reputation. Yeah. so like, people know who you are. Yeah. You got a lot of clout.
1: And you do what you do
0: well. Not yeah. necessarily. Just kidding. Fair enough? Fair enough. I think so. Okay. Anyway. In other words, we are getting into The Dark Side <laughs> of the Moon
1: by Pink Mysterious. <laughs>
4: <laughs> dark side of the moon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Be a man! <laughs> that's right. That's the album we are doing, right? Thought, on? Yeah, that's right. Okay, oh. Luke,
0: tell us what we are, or we did just listen to. Yeah, we listen so to? we
1: just listened to The Dark Side... Well, I mean, I hope we did. No, uh, The Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. It is their eighth studio album. Uh, it was released on the 1st of March, 1973, by Harvest Records. Um, uh... They did a lot of live room recording when making the album i mean probably because it's easier to do those kinds of things when you're high um <laughs> but uh yeah no a couple really cool um things
4: uh <laughs> there are none. There's a lot of cool things about this There's album. No, yeah. things about this no album. it's it's um it's really
1: critically acclaimed, obviously. Many, many people think that it's one of the greatest records of all time. Uh it's sold over um a trillion Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it has been certified fourteen times platinum in the UK. Um uh, That's it's, actually a lot. Yeah, I no. Fourteen times,
0: yeah, that's a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> what does that um, mean uh, again? Yeah. When a record's platinum, is that a million sales? Is platinum, remember. a million? Or? Yeah, it's
1: like forty-seven million sales or something. The record.
0: Forty-seven though. million? No, but I mean,
1: like, pl- to be platinum, how- is it just a million? Oh, I'm not sure. But yeah, no, like it, it might be worth a Google. Nineteen seventy-three, it hit number one on the Austrian albums charts.
2: Number one yeah, on the Austrian
1: al- album in charts? Austria, yeah, they love It, oh, <laughs> it was in Canada, top albums, Good too, to that year. Um, Dutch, Germany, and Norwe- Nor- in <laughs> Norway. Norway? Norway. <laughs> in Norway. I mean, in Norwegia. <laughs> oh, wait, Norway. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, it was like two or three, and it hit the... Peak position U.S. Billboard two hundred two at the end of nineteen seventy three. Um, yeah, I mean, oh yeah. Uh, so platinum is sixty thousand. Well, no, it's no. D- it depends. no, 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 Yeah, sorry. So y- it depends on the country. So. Oh. Um, in the I just so in the United <laughs> States. It's, it's a hundred m- thousand. It says a million here. Which, oh, yeah, no, it's a million. It depends. In the United States. Oh, yeah, yeah. Flat. Certified sales is a million. Yeah. It's a million certified sales. So 15 times now. But these are certified sales from 1973 to 1998. Right. So, yeah. like, as far as, like, streaming and everything else like that, it's probably... All oh, those numbers their, are inflated.
2: This is their most successful
1: album? Yes. Yes. It's their most successful album. And I...
2: I have a question. So, like,
3: is all their music like this? Uh, Some of it's more confusing. More confusing. Yeah. (laughs) If you listen to anything prior to this album, it's a lot more psychedelic and uh, less coherent. Not necessarily worse, but less coherent. Yeah.
2: Did they do a lot of drugs?
3: Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah. I mean, they were a rock band in the (laughs) seventies. Yeah, yeah. Are some of them dead now? Like
2: how? Like yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm just going to take it. Yeah. Uh, so so Sid Barrett was the founding member of the band, so he was the front man. Um, and it was just like the four guys went to college together in Cambridge. And Sid brought in David Gilmore just to be an extra guy in the band. Uh, and then Sid just went crazy on drugs. He at one point did acid seven days in a row and like was Holy living in the street. Him. Yeah, I found, found him lying in a... Like, in a gutter, no one recognized him, and his producer, like, was walking down the street and found him, and they were huge at that time, like, playing sold-out shows and had a few records what? out. So, yeah, after the first few albums, he kind of went off the rails, and he, I mean, he ended up living out his life, like, not really knowing who he was and, or where he was, just getting millions of dollars in checks from royalties. Oh, and, yeah, wouldn't
0: he, like, get... Yeah, like get he, he got Jackson didn't even know what the they were. Yeah. He didn't know what they were. Yeah. where They were from. He was just getting money, but he was yeah. like, just fried. Yeah. <clears throat>
3: just totally fried. And the, all the other guys did right by him, and they made sure that he got his money for everything. Um, but yeah, he he went off the rails, and then David Gilmore became kind of the front man, but uh, Roger Waters still did all the writing uh, for a long time, and he he still like the psychedelic stuff and david gilmore is really the one that kind of tamed them out uh as they moved on in like the 80s and 90s shit yeah
2: and
0: okay. then they split up right
3: yeah roger roger waters they he, he was like thought he was the band uh and then he <laughs> decided he was gonna move on and do his own thing and they i think they were all kind of sick of how political he was mm-hmm. um that's my opinion, but. Uh, So he decided he was moving on. He was like, all right, guys, I'm leaving, so I guess the band is over. (laughs) And the other three of them were like, "Uh, band's not over, but you can leave. And it turned into like a 20-year legal battle uh, where they had to decide who had the rights to what songs and what they could play. And eventually Gilmore, uh, Nick Mason, and Richard Wright were able to hold on to the name and keep being Pink Floyd. And Roger Waters went and did his own thing.
1: Yeah. Wow. Wild crazy yeah that's no, pretty cool i mean yeah they um uh, he left in 85 right after the final cut
3: i think so yeah yeah
1: and so they have three more albums after that um but um yeah no wild a wild band it definitely influenced a lot of people like i mean you'll have yeah from like YouTube two to david bowie to queen radiohead i mean nine inch nails smashing pumpkins um just like a huge huge influence in the genre itself let's jump right into the songs because there's a lot to digest and i um even though there's plenty of things to say about the band um uh, but uh oh yeah actually this is something i wanted to talk about as far as the, the music goes. i didn't know i don't know who else is familiar with who alan parsons is but if you're not familiar you should check him out he's sweet um uh, but he produced on this record um uh it was funny too a few of like uh the great gig in the sky um and just a couple of the songs the way they kind of were thrown together um where's my
2: Who is he? Is it, he's, uh, yeah, he's a producer?
1: Yeah, he's producer. Well, he's also, he, he had a successful solo career as well. Check out Alan Parsons' project, Pyramid. But that was actually, they wanted him to come back and work on their next album after this one, but then he went off to do his own thing, and he was like, nah, like... Really? Yeah, yeah, so. Hmm. Kind of crazy. Too good for Pink Floyd. Too <laughs> good for Pink Floyd. Well, maybe yeah, there was also, like, in my research, there was mention of tensions between the various... Bad Amazing. members, and now Parsons is kind of just like, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> totally. was yeah. like, I'd rather just do my own thing. But yeah, he's really cool. Uh, I think his creative influence, if you listen to his music too, you can tell a, a little bit, I think, listening to this album, like in reference to his other music, you can tell he has some influence on it but I'm not super familiar with the rest of Pink Floyd, so I don't know how much influence it is, you know? But anyways, um, uh, <laughs> this album's crazy. Gabe, your thoughts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go right into, I want to talk about uh, Money, because that's probably oh, the one song good. that I actually knew before listening to this album.
0: I'm pretty sure that's like the hit.
2: That, oh, yeah, man. yeah. Like, for for on, sure, Spotify, album, yeah. on
0: Spotify, it had like the lowest song had like fifty five million listens on it, but like that one had like a hundred or two hundred some million listens like. Well
2: it, was, it got yeah. the highest on the billboard charts or something like that with for the for its time. Time signature. Time yeah. signature? Yes. It's freaking like seven, seven four, four time.
0: Yeah. Which is seven insane. four time. Doesn't happen very often in in, in music. And in general, let yeah, alone. Yeah, and then you manage to make a mega hit on like a weird time signature like that. Which yeah. just slaps. Yeah. yeah. It is so it's sick. Like so it. I feel like you've got a lot of bands that'll try to pull funky time signatures like that just to do it. Just to be like, yeah, look at us, look at it's our... To be weird for the sake yeah, of... Yeah, it's like and... hipsters, you know? It's yeah. like Whereas we... they were just <laughs> hip. We got yeah, but they were just yeah, and it and it just you don't notice it, you don't notice it's a weird time signature because it's just yeah. fits so well. Do 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 yeah do do, do,
2: do, do, do It punches do, you in the do, face, do, man. That baseline, yeah. It feels like jazz. It feels well, like yeah. jazz a little. Well, bit. Like That's
0: a pretty jazzy time signature, to be honest. <laughs> like honestly, though, well, for yeah. real, you don't. Yeah, it's like kind of hard to do seven four time in a not-jazzy way, you yeah. know? Because it's just so... It's got that... Yeah,
1: it's just got that kind of swing. It drives you forward, yeah. forward. You're and like, like, more and more interested. What I found really cool is... And Money is a great example of it. Just the use of sampling for mm. the sound effects. So, like, tearing the paper, like, the coin regist- oh, the register going yeah. on. They do it the, everywhere. Like, yeah. It's so cool. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. and making a beat out of it that drives the song and makes it recognizable. But at the same time... I mean then there's like like on the run or or time with the clocks going off yeah. like which is funny too quick about Alan Parsons he had recorded all these clocks just in this clock shop and then they were just just it was just whack and then um that he recorded that he recorded all these clocks and then they were like oh like that sounds cool um uh what was it he was like yeah, listen, I did all these clock recordings and then we wheeled out his tape and listened to it and said, Great, stick it on the album. <laughs> wow. That's great. That was David Gilmore in the 1984 interview about the song. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like.
2: With, yeah, with time, I feel like when I first listened to the album, because, like, I'll tell you guys, like, when I, I've never listened to this album. And like I told Thomas uh, the other like last night as well, but like I put on this album to listen to for the first time just to like get like a little a taste of it to because I knew we were doing it on the pot here, mm. and like I had shit to do at home like I was gonna start dinner and I was gonna do a little bit of tidying. It was like six o'clock like after work. <laughs> I fucking put this on on my big speakers on my TV, man, and I just sit down on the couch and I just get absorbed in it. Like yeah. it just <laughs> it demands your attention, man. Yeah. It just like took me and then it felt like time came and like that fucking alarm clock went off and I was like what the fuck did this
0: <laughs> like, where off? did I go there it takes you on a trip you know like it honestly yeah. does like yeah. what did you you were like man I feel like i oh yeah it's like the <laughs> album <Salva laughs> makes you feel high it just <laughs> makes you feel high like with the first so it does a really good job of um what do you call it the principle of music of Discord and resolve, mm. like dissonance and re- and resolve. So, so this goes all the way back to, like, the beginning of music. But, like, you'll do really kind of <laughs> ugly, <laughs> di- really kind of ugly yeah. discordant. When Roger language. Waters was first born. <laughs> well, like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's how he tells it, yeah. <laughs> when man hits stick yeah. on rock. That's right. Well, no, but, like, I mean, at least back to, like, Bach and, like, Baroque times and stuff. The idea of having, like, a really ugly chord, like a diminished seventh. Or a tritone interval, and then breaking oh. into a breaking into a major chord. The ugliness makes the the major chord and like the the result that much more powerful. So when you got the very beginning of this album, and it's all like weird and tense, and there's like the heartbeat and the guy like so. What are the lyrics again? It's, like... it's
1: like, I've been mad for fucking years, absolutely years. Been over the edge for yonks. Been working my buns off for bands. I've always been mad. I know I've been mad. Like most of us have very hard to explain why you're mad even if you're not mad ha. Mm-hmm. ha, ha. yeah yeah <laughs>
0: so it's just like begins with all of this tension and then when the and it comes in with breathe it's just like yeah
2: oh and
0: it's almost and it's like a hit <laughs> you're like rewinding
2: wow. though There, like for that part where he's like i've always been mad and let it, da, 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 yeah. like that part does that feel like kind of like it's a sign or like or it's like this is this is kind of what this album's for for like these are the people that it's for. Yeah,
3: it's it's like the preface of the yeah. album. Uh, Nick Mason actually wrote that, which is funny. He, he's the drummer. Uh, he oh. didn't write very much for the band. Uh, obviously, yeah. he just wrote he, the dialogue. Yeah, and stuff. but he wrote he specifically wrote that that one track. Yeah.
0: No man, he was yeah. just there jabbing by himself one day, yeah. and they just had like the microphone. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> just talking to himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still got to credit the guy. Yeah. yeah.
2: Speak to me is though like a black hole that like you're traveling to this world. Yeah. Of the yeah, album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. And then like, and then you start to listen to the songs and like those little samples that you hear like the laughing and like the the clocks like there you understand when once you go through travel through the album. And that, but but at the beginning with speak to me, it's like it's, it's like, set up. It's like a quick like you know you know in movies or shit like that where you're falling into this warp or this black hole and then there's like shit flying by you. Oh yeah, yeah like, you know, that. that's oh, what no, it seems no, like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. or like in the freaking Wizard of Oz that we just yeah yeah. The other day.
2: And I just picture like a clock going off and then like a guy laughing. And it's like this is the pink <laughs> blo- <laughs> this is dark side of the moon and I'm going there. And now at, and at the end it's like you understand all these samples and all these sound effects.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah, that was really
2: cool. Yeah, so you have Um, because one of the things that like made me think that was with brain damage, because I I believe it is about Sid.
4: Yeah. And yeah, at the Likely. end, <laughs> I think so. This
2: crazy lunatic also uh, made, makes me think of the scarecrow from.
4: Wizard yeah, yeah. On the Wizard of Oz. Okay, <laughs> maybe we
0: gotta just talk about that real quick. So there's a weird thing that you can do with this. Uh, the first time I listened through this album was probably with Saul. I don't know if we got all the way through it, but oh, we probably did. Classic Poor family tradition. that have a Super Bowl party and then it's done, you gotta throw on The Wizard of Oz and this album. And so what you do is on the third lion's roar of the MGM logo. You press play on this album and turn the volume down on The Wizard of Oz, and you just go on a little trippy trip. <laughs> <laughs> and it uh, it's weird how it lines up with The Wizard of Oz. Like it's creepy just, weird. It's creepy weird. Like there'll be like, like scene changes that happen like time. right as yeah when the time clock
1: dinging in time as like, soon as the the witch. The,
0: the, like, the witch is riding in on her bicycle kind of thing. It's like there's all kinds it? of like yeah, we, we, oh, oh, you, awesome. we just did it last night. We just did it last night. We were yeah. like, what is happening? It's uh,
4: just
1: it's, it's, like this
0: But I guess Luke was looking into it, and it wasn't intentional. The band like didn't mean yeah. to do it Yeah, they know? deny it they but deny it's like it. I just <laughs> man, they deny it good clarification yeah. I think But <laughs>
2: fuck we were watching it and it's, it looked like there's some parts that are so in sync that like the Characters and the dialogue in the movie it looked, like, looked like the same lyrics that Pink Floyd was singing. It was weird, man.
0: Like they were lip yeah. singing the song. We were just like, what's happening? I can't even imagine if you were doing that high. If you were like legitimately high and doing that, what you would have going just freaking. On? What? Is yeah. going it's on? more on? in sync than and watching the, the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's more in sync than the wall, literally. Yeah. yeah. As, as even as the like the part there, out. like when money comes in and like those people are walking, like their hands. Yeah, are like the moving. munchkins. The munchkins. Yeah. Their hands are like swinging just above. About perfectly I, in time with it from... like it might be off a little bit but yeah. i was just like what yeah is, that might have been this? our
1: fault though too like
0: maybe yeah uh, maybe track, we didn't right? have it lined up properly but it, it's kind of tricky yeah and we had like we didn't have the full spotify version so ads kept popping up and we're like shit pause it what it's like <laughs> is it lined up I
2: don't know. So, if any of you North Boys fans want to do your North Boys homework, yeah, definitely uh, give a, that a go.
0: This is the after study, man. This is extra, <laughs> extra, right extra here. credit. I extra mean, credit. You can get back in there and, and watch it. With and the... you could get high if you <laughs> and number one.
3: You don't have to, though. <laughs> no, it'll basically do the trick. Yeah, on exactly.
0: Its own. Honestly, it's, it's so crazy. Um. Yeah, no. So just the theme of the album, I got the sense from a lot of the tracks that a lot of it was inspired by Sid and him going nuts. I mean, and you think about mm-hmm. it, it kind of makes sense. You have a band mm-hmm. you've been together since like when they actually get together, like the '60s. Like, yeah. They've been together like since the '60s. Early. Sid 20s. was the main yeah. leader, and then he friggin' goes on a week long acid trip and loses his mind. Wow. He
3: yeah, he was losing. for well, he mind was drifting. A long time. Yeah. yeah,
0: he was drifting away yeah. for a while. But it's like you know that as you go forward in life as a band, that's really gonna stick with you. And you're gonna be reflecting on that a lot. And I just sensed that a lot throughout this whole album, honestly. Like and like you said, it even starts out with like the tone of madness. I don't know if he's like mad as in he's angrier, or he's mad as in he's genuinely mad, but it's like, like you got no, that or that, that, crazy, that, like Yeah. And breathe breathe is is totally just like Getting high I don't even know man Breathe is like Just the tone of it The feel of it And it's got all the It's got the commentary On life though as well oh, yeah. Like the run rabbit run Kind of thing And well, I think you keep need... digging the holes And it's like Don't stop once you're done Go and dig another one But it's like But it's almost like Right off the bat You got the tension You've got the brief Release of like A freaking trip Probably inspired by LSD It's funny how Who was I Yeah you go ahead No I
1: was just gonna say Like what i found really interesting about the record too is how creative they are musically and that stands out so much but just the simplicity and the simple depth i guess to their lyrical quality mm-hmm. like even in this song like in breathe it's like for like for long you live and high you fly if only but only if you ride fly. the tide and balance down the biggest wave you race towards an early grave like yeah and then like
3: Simple lyrics, deep meaning. Exactly. Ooh,
1: yeah. and, and it really gets that idea across, especially as you're listening to the music element the instrumentation it's like you said Thomas like that breath like like that relief finally of this pressure that is building in the first track mm-hmm. and you kind of feel uneasy and then we just like
4: breathe
1: Yeah. you know you, in the
4: air it's and like then you're like
1: well. oh okay like I'm high again it's gonna be okay but then at the same time there's this kind of like undertone dreariness of this is gonna kill me
0: uh huh right. yeah mm-hmm. and then like the, the well and then I think it's really cool how thematically so not just so the songs all flow into each other seamlessly, mm-hmm. um, which I also thought was really cool. Like, cause that's something that I don't think a ton of bands were doing in the '70s. You know, like, and it's something that's kind of re, we talk about it a lot. It's kind of coming back around again today. You know, artists yeah. are being really intentional about. Can't, but, I can't think but, of a single album from that time period like that. That would have been like that. Yeah. 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 But obviously, so it's talking about like influence, just that. Idea in itself of having a coherent album, a cohesive what I should say. Yeah, well, the
1: songs flow into one another. Yeah, like
0: that in and of itself is pretty, pretty. Like I said, uh, influential on like music to this day. But even just thematically, I thought it was really cool how like so you know yeah breathe, and then in the breathing, it's like talking. It's like the rabbit and working until you can't, you know, whatever then it switches right away into on the run and it's almost like the high's done and then the guy's got to get to his train and it's all about like, it's just got this tension of like working life and rushing and needing Mm. to be places and deadlines and you're back into like the shittiness of life. And then then transitioning from that into time, which is all about like, in a sense more of the same, but it's almost like, so on the run gives you this feeling of like the rat race Mm. and then time is like, wasting time on your front lawn and then like not doing anything productive and so it's kinda of like this crappy double whammy of like yeah you're busy and you're working to the grave and then when you're not busy and working to the grave you're just wasting all your time and it's like I don't you know? think
3: I I don't think time is about wasting time by not doing anything. I think time is about wasting time by not having purpose. Um mm-hmm. because it,
1: it Yes, I agree.
3: Yeah running around on a piece of ground in your hometown, it's not saying like you're sitting around doing nothing with your life. It's saying that your life doesn't have purpose. Yeah. Um, and I think that's completely tied into Sid Barrett, Like you were saying, cause they actually, they saw him as though he were dead. Like they, they viewed it as though their friend had died, but he was alive. He just, he didn't know them and they didn't know him. And it, so it was as though their friend had died. And you can That's see so the influence of Sid Barrett through all of their albums. It's insane. Like, it it carried on. I think there was a real trauma that passed through, like, all of them and carried on through all of their albums. Um, but I think especially time, they're seeing um, when writing that song. I think they kind of saw it through the lens of Sid Barrett, who had all these things but had no purpose. Mm. And I think they especially roger waters as a as a writer writes a lot about purpose and you know there's a lot of money and fame and obviously money is a very sarcastic song Mm. and having all these things and not having purpose and i think time is the pinnacle of that where it's just i i'm my life is passing and
1: i'm not doing anything The time is gone. The song is over. Thought I would something more to say. You know,
2: yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And like Roger, he Roger Waters, I, I've got something written down here. Like it says, the idea was when he realized he was no longer preparing for anything in life, but was right in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh. and, and yeah, you get, and then, and the idea of time is similar to breathe, like to be here now, this is it, make the most of it.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Cause you spend like all your young life preparing well, yeah you're saving money to buy a home saving you're trying
2: you know like all this stuff you're preparing for your future mm-hmm. and then he he's uh showing here that is he's he made it i made yeah, it quarter life funny. crisis anyone
4: what, yeah. which is funny
1: just like the the element of um what, what's really interesting about this time is like being on the run and then like yeah like that song and the panic that it kind of makes you feel Which is weird because it goes from like unease to ease to unease to ease again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like how much is that life? Especially the outro in this song when he's like home home again. I like to be here when I can. And when I come home cold and tired, it's good to warm my bones beside the fire. Far away across the field, the tolling of the iron bell calls the faithful to their knees to hear the softly spoken magic spells. It's Mm -hmm. like...
3: And then next we have the great gig in the sky, which is just... (laughs) death <laughs> yeah yeah and it yeah it goes right thing. into yeah, yeah right into the next though. track
2: i don't like that one.
1: Oh. oh, you know what's funny is when i first came on the first lesson through i was like what is happening <laughs> 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 and then and then as it like got like but that's the thing is i it was this song actually that changed it for me i started listening to the album different it wasn't so much I, was, I realized within myself when I first put it on, I was listening to it as, like, am I going to like this song? Am I going to like this next song? But then this song switched me into album mode and listening to the thing as a whole, and then I'm thinking about the other tracks that I just listened to and, like, building up my expectation for what I'm going to hear next. And, um...
2: Well, like, what is this song trying... Like, I know it's trying to pre- portray death and, like, leading you to the afterlife kind of thing. But it's like, is it supposed to make you feel anxious? Yeah, because that's what it does for me. Yeah, it's totally. Maybe I don't like it. It's not afterlife in a good way. Maybe I don't like it, but I can appreciate it's it's definitely delivering the message it wants to deliver. Yeah, it's it's
3: just fear of death. This song all day. It just means actually,
0: it really just means you're not gonna like. The afterlife, because that's what it is. It's, just, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be this female, <laughs> yeah, this female vocalist just going off, and everyone which, riffing on a piano, which seems kind of like a good time to me personally. Yeah, so it was over. funny. Um, I, <laughs> it was scary. Isn't, that, <laughs> that, that, isn't is that, scary. that during the
3: tornado in Wizard of Oz? Yeah, right? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah so yeah, well timed. Tornado unintentionally. Happening. You can see all the yeah things flying through. This the whole album, I just
2: think of the Wizard of Oz from now on. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, it's it is the yeah
2: no totally. I actually kind um, of enjoy doing that if I lit I I probably won't listen to this album again for a little while, but when I do, I'll probably play The Wizard of Oz.
1: 100%. (laughs) Yeah, Claire Torrey is the girl who sings on this song, and she, um, it was funny, like, I can't remember. Anyway, at first she was, like, singing words, and they were like, no, 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 no. Like, don't sing anything, like, coherent. Like, just (laughs) make (laughs) sounds. Because we want it to be as abstract as possible to get that kind of idea across. Um um yeah just like Well and again thematically it's just cool cuz time is like <coughs> it's about
0: your life passing away before your eyes and then it's like and now you're dead but it's yeah. okay it's a great big gig in the sky you know and the what's the lines it begins with like I'm not afraid of dying you know we're all going to die someday any time will do I don't any, mind why yeah.
1: should i be frightened of dying there's no reason for it i've got to go sometime Yeah
4: <laughs> 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 and hurt. then, we had three minutes and
1: thirty three seconds, it says if like if if you can hear this whispering, you're dying. Really? And there's a whisper in like the track. Really? Yeah, it's weird.
2: Oh yeah, that was that was. I bad. like I like. I didn't I was that. reading
1: lyrics and I saw like a note like on Genius. Yeah, yeah. And then and then I was like turned the volume all the way up. I was like, and I was like,
4: <laughs> 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 I was, like <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my heart stopped for a second and I was like um yeah damn, I, I saw that too I didn't. Experience. I haven't heard you heard it? yeah I did but then it was weird because I I thought I heard it but then it's very shortly after that it, it seems that there's like I never said I was afraid of dying there's the like lyric that comes through so I'm not sure if I just heard that instead I'll mm. have to go back through but it's weird anyway if you can uh, listen in at 3 minutes 33 seconds in the song um uh Listen closely. Listen closely. Maybe. But in yeah. general, if you're listening to this album, but don't dying. listen too closely because you might die. No, <laughs> <laughs> you might actually die. Um. So yeah.
0: It's okay. Yeah.
3: I found it. That's totally there. That's freaky. Yeah, it's
1: like <laughs> the I buried Paul. It reminded me of that in uh, in in um. Do you think Star I can just HBO's? hold it up to
3: the mic? Is this gonna work? Wait, it you can't do it? this, can you? Oh no, I can. Five <laughs> <think you should laughs> seconds,
1: though. I think. Oh. Well, anyways, I can just... do that in okay, 5
0: no. seconds. I say whispering. Oh yeah. my you gosh, go. it's the woman. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow, there you, you go. you hear this whispering, you're dying.
2: Well. so many secrets. So many hidden secrets.
0: <laughs> so many hidden <laughs> secrets in this album. So after break, great, the Great Big Gig in the Sky, where we kind of take a little trip to the afterlife, we're back down to Earth in a very abrupt, visceral way with the track, Money. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 Sorry, that was by accident. <laughs> <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah, sure. So, uh, yeah, so, well, money. We kind of went through it already a little bit, but a little I mean, bit. like, great song, cool song. I love his singing. His, I feel like this song he fucking oh, sounds so good. Cool. Yeah. His vocals are sick. Mm-hmm. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. get a good job with my okay, and the
2: message in the lyrics is so good because it's like, like, to get anything or people do anything to get money mm-hmm. you know yeah. you'll be consumed by your own greed Yeah. but oh, in a yeah. sense money is power mm. yeah
3: and it, it the the song just strikes me is so sarcastic yeah yeah it's oh, just yeah. like money is so great it's awesome like let's let's all get more money and it's just so so sarcastic
1: yeah yeah well like it's just funny how um How oh, it's like you get a good job with more pay and you're, you'll be okay, like being okay, mm-hmm. and then it's getting into like, uh, I'm alright, Jack, keep your hands off my stack. Money, is a hit. Uh, don't give me that do goody good bullshit. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, and then it's a crime, like, at the end, you know? Or money, so they say, is the root of all evil today, but if you ask for a rise, it's no surprise that they're giving none away.
4: Away, away, away,
2: share it fairly, away. don't take a piece of my yeah, pie. Don't take a slice of my pie, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sarcastic. It, yeah. It Bastard. It is, yeah. I
0: think,
3: just... I think Roger Waters hated capitalism, so... Well,
0: there you so, go. Yeah. <laughs> is Roger Waters alive? He is still alive, yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: No, we were talking about that, because David Gilmour's touring... Still, I think. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I saw him in 2016. 2016. Yeah. And Roger Waters, I guess, is also kind of doing it. It's Who
3: played stuff. what in the band again? So Roger... Bassist. And he wrote most of the tunes as okay. well. And then David Gilmour is lead guitar and lead vocals. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Roger Waters wrote a lot of these songs. Yeah. I don't know.
3: I most mean, of them, yeah. Most of them,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, they all sing. Like, they all harmonize yeah. together on various tracks. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, oh yeah, Waters sings a lot of the songs too, yeah. especially like later on, like with The Wall, he sings a ton of those songs, um, but David Gilmour did most of these
2: ones. Yeah. Nice.
1: So, oh, and then like the soul, the, okay, yeah.
3: Okay, two of the best solos of all time. Oh, the sax yeah, I and know. and the, the guitar, guitar yeah. are oh, that's good.
0: so good. And yeah. So, should we
1: do a saxophone or a guitar solo in this song? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but seriously though, it just works and it just like... What's cool about... They're back-to-back. They're
2: back-to-back, back. Yeah. Back back, <laughs> but
1: they build off each other so well. So like, good. it's mm-hmm. like It's like a whole new experience once you get into the guitar, you know? like, But the sax, like that first drive, like when it picks up, you're just like, oh, I'm going somewhere right
2: now. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like it's like we don't give a fuck. We know how good this song is. <laughs> <laughs> We're just... <laughs> like, yeah, you know, it's true. Well,
1: yeah, when you like... Right, when you, they, it's one of those songs that when you, you know that when they wrote that, you look around at each other and you're like, like as bandmates or whatever. And you're like, this yeah. is fuck you, like, so, you can't touch this. can't touch this. <laughs> is, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also
0: it's when the, when the, the solos begin, it actually switches up time signatures again. Hey, mm-hmm. it goes back into four, four time. It's like one, two, three, four, but one, two, three, yeah. four, but one. Yeah. And it kind of like gives it this like driving, like, moving forward kind of thing. And then when it's done, it goes back to the 7-4. I was like, 6 7 one. And it goes back. to Yeah, like seven four. yeah I heard that. Yeah. Uh, but, but again, kind of just to the to the point I was making before. It's so seamless that you don't notice it. You know, like you don't. It's not jarring like a lot of artists. Like they'll try to do a five four song or seven. <clears throat> they weren't four
3: trying words, to be musical geniuses. They just, they just <laughs> were. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and so it's
0: yeah, and so like you you're just listening there, and it doesn't at all. It only enhances
1: the the experience, the time signature only your little minion i think oh my little minion strikes again yeah. <laughs> anyway yeah no what a cool song but so, yeah. so, you know, Oh yeah no, i was gonna move on so you oh keep... yeah it was just like just the outro it's weird like the like the spoken word like guys talking about getting a, in a fight and just like in money yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. money when he's like he was cruising i was just cruising. telling him uh, <laughs> yeah and then he was after I was yelling and screaming and telling him why it wasn't coming up on Fader 11, I came to a heavy blow, which sold the matter out up. It's like, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like trails off, it gets quieter. It's just like, just, it's just like, wants the deck, this guy, it was like.
3: He probably wasn't keeping his hands off of his stack. Yeah, obviously.
1: Oh,
0: <laughs> um, which is interesting because then it transfers straight into us and them. I like this song. So ending with a ending with a fight and a conflict and then going into this war us and them oh, track, war. Which is war, which is like I had a history professor who told me that every war was caused by money. It's like you think it was religion, you think it was this, you think it was politics. No, nope. at the end of the day it's always money. Money always leads to war. So that's kind of a interesting again just keeping with the thematic cohesion mm-hmm. ending with like a bar fight scenario and then going from into,
2: like, escalating
0: escalating into, oh, yeah, friggin' war. So, yeah, Gabe, you like the song?
2: Yeah, I really did like this song. Um, it kind of just, I love the melody and the guitar portion at the beginning. Um, Roger Waters quotes, uh, he said, the first verse is about going to war. Um, how on the front line we don't get much chance to communicate with one another because someone else has decided that we shouldn't. Uh, the mm. second verse is about civil liberties, racism, and color prejudice. And then the last verse, which I thought was really cool, is like passing um, a tramp in the street and not helping. And uh, the line was, out of the way, it's a busy day. I've got things on my mind. For want of the price of tea and a slice, the old man died. Mm. Um, yeah, I just really thought it was a, a really good song. Um,
1: yeah, it's cool how all all of those things, though, in a way, it's just like, it does such a good job of articulating how those are common those are similar experiences in how you identify primarily as just yourself Mm. and then it really takes a lot and a willpower a lot of time or just to genuinely love people and appreciate them like in that last verse for example but then like how so many people are just focused on their own world and you know like in the, as an album as a whole, it's like it, it feels like a commentary on that too. It's just like somebody being, like, lost. It's like you're not. It's us and them. But like, what's weird is the plurality I find in this song. Like, well, like, and the binariness. The us, like, yeah, yeah. Binaries like, yeah. yeah. Like just back and mm-hmm. forth, and and uh, did you recognize that somebody's not part of the group that you identify with? Yeah. But then at the same time, is it's kind of saying why mm. like why is there this this, this well difference? it's like
2: cut and dry right like it's black so black and white us and them cats and dogs like it's like binaries mm. right and it's yeah. and it just reveals like we're all ordinary people and and like when one takes a deeper look war is just senseless death i think that's that's the message i think yeah so, mm.
4: Mm.
2: i like the song a lot i thought it was really good it yeah one of those ones that's Struck and me pretty the
0: well. Cool so. The cool transition into any color you like, just like the seamless transition into that instrument. That's
2: another piece. good song. That's another
3: song yeah. I liked. I that was wondered. a seamless transition into the next song, Thomas. Yes, well, let's talk about that one. <laughs> that? Seamless transition into the next song. Well done, Thomas. Oh yeah,
4: thank
0: you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, any color you like. I when I heard the well, first of all, when I heard the name of the song um the first thing i thought was the album cover i wonder if that was the inspiration for the prism Man. and the one yeah what is that into several different colors yeah well, it's a prism right like yeah so, yeah and so any color you like i was like maybe that's why they got the idea for the co- the cover itself
2: so it's a pretty sweet um, cover yeah that's it's a good album
0: very simple but you know iconic um, I feel like that's something we need to I touch wondered on if it time. was like just the type, what's that?
2: <laughs> album covers. That's yeah, like another man. topic.
0: <laughs> album covers are another topic, dude. We kind of <laughs> tapped into that a little bit when we were talking about uh, the Bark Your Head Off Dog album, because that was like the one thing it had going for it apparently was the cool album artwork. The, for best, me, one,
2: the best one was Cleopatra, and Josh was like, that's Cleopatra, right? <laughs> 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 no, that kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, actually her, right? It's actually her. <laughs> on, uh, or no, she? Or I think he thought it was like the chick in the band, maybe or something like that. Yeah, we
0: can talk all kinds of crap about it right now. <laughs> this is what happens, Josh. No, no. But um, uh, um. Oh, what was I gonna say? uh Yeah, album covers. I I don't know if they make or break an album, but I think they definitely, for me, they influence the way I look at an album and the way oh, like I see. When I'm listening to the song, I see the colors of the album in the song in a weird way. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like you see you see those colors. You know, like
1: like like. Maybe no, one hundred percent. Like you judge a book by its cover, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I think it's like our 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 desire and want to connect things together and to relate to it in a deeper way. I think when you have something associated and you know it's supposed to be associated with like, oh, like, I wonder if this is what they meant here. Mm-hmm. And and you're like, oh, like, you know, the, I the wonder... light refracting is this. Yeah, I think...
0: Just got a super secret text message from an unnamed member of this group asking if we could drink on the pot. mm no, I don't think we've ever done that before. Do we no, close? we've never, drank. never, ever. I've never had a drink. I've never had life. a drink on the podcast. Yeah,
1: I have <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Thomas sorry, and I are sorry. pathological liars. Yeah. So, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways.
4: Um, oh my. Any color you like.
2: If you guys want to know what's going on, the guest brought us beers.
0: No, the guest brought so, us beer. But yes. Um, any color you like, I was pretty sure just the name itself was another commentary on capitalism. Actually. So we just went all the way through money. Interesting. We went through us and them, which is war, and then any color you like immediately made me think of like. It's like, what's the point of it? Oh, well, now you can have this car in any color you like. Or now you get to have this, you know, like friggin... It, it reminded me of production. It reminded me of consumerism. It reminded me of, like, you know, all of this just so that you can get, like I said, like the car in whatever color you like yeah. or your friggin' shoes in whatever color you like. And it was... Anyways, that was my That's take cool. on it.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: It sounds like they're jamming, like, off the floor. Yeah. Song. Well, it's, sound- it's funny because yeah.
1: this is the only... Um, this is the only track with songwriting credits to Gilmore Mason and Wright before Wright's death. Hmm. Like, the guy. Hmm.
2: Who's Wright? Well,
1: it's like, there's a lot of them, like,
2: the piano. The piano guy? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, so afterwards he was re-listening to the album, and then he accidentally heard the whisper in, uh. And his life was over. And his life was over. (laughs) (laughs) Last breath taken. Last breath taken. during that. we're we're getting into some dangerous stuff in this uh,
4: podcast, (laughs) boys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But what's funny thing about any color you like is just the words is like it feels. It feels. I don't know how. What am I trying to say? colorful yeah well no but like you can
4: choose <laughs> you,
1: you you get to choose but at the same time is what it, it, it's weird to me and and with the music paired with it it gives me this this sense of why can't i choose more than one you know like or any color you like but i still have this sense with the music where it's like you have to pick one of these things and no matter what you choose it's not going to be as good as you want it to be because you'll want more than what you choose mm. That's what it makes me feel mm-hmm. like.
2: I don't know. And how does that make you feel? I don't know. It's just
1: kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. There's no well, lyrics, well, like, so you kind of got to take it wherever you take well, it. Well, yeah. I and mean, Yeah. I buy that. I dig that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. This It was a really cool experience listening to this record. Like, because you felt so... I, it just felt so engaging to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. It was just like, it, it was, it was, it demanded my attention, like Gabe said. You know mm-hmm. kind of a, 100%. And, and I think there's like, for example, like that's a lot of people's problem with classical music or something like that, is they just like, don't have, they don't want to just sit down and listen to instrumentals, like they want to, the lyrics or, mm-hmm. or whatever, but what's cool about this album is both... It's just the cohesive whole of music that it is, and how it can sample from different places, and mm-hmm. and, and uh, it's so creative. It's just yeah. such a creative piece of art.
0: That being said, there were a couple tracks. Well, mostly it was just um, "On the Run." "On the Run" went on a little long for me personally, mm. but I was thinking about it in terms of like a. Yeah. Again, isn't the that time, like
3: the shortest track on the album? <laughs> Well, From but it's just the same it's yeah. the
0: same, you know, arpeggiator. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. agree with you with them being modulated. Oh, which was cool. Like it was all cool and in my head I kept going back to like the time. The time that this was released. Those would have been some pretty freaking cool sounds. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like that like just the, the synthesis itself, people would have been freaking out about like, wow, like that's some that's some cool synthesis happening there. Um and also, to be completely honest, I feel like this album was inspired by lsd and was probably meant to be listened yeah. to on lsd you know what
2: i mean created by yeah. people who are high made yeah. For people. yeah because it's
0: who like it's right. kind of like scott whelan i read his um back in the day so he was the frick was he the guitarist for the stone temple pilots i think
2: uh, um that's why my question is like did pink floyd ever make any music Not high.
0: I wonder because well, so so (laughs) Scott Wheelan, the guy from maybe in the nineties, he came and did this big interview like towards the end of his life, and it was like he began the interview. They were just kind of like, "So what's this all about?" And he's like, "I don't know. It's like I guess it's sort of a like confession of sorts or whatever." And he was saying like it it was just basically him telling about all the mistakes he made in his life, and he was talking about drugs, and he was saying, "I was favorite one was heroin." Um, he was He was like, heroin was like a nirvana. <laughs> heroin was the one that was the one that just sure. like The one that got away. Heroine's the one that is, got away. Heroin yeah. is
2: fucking level one.
0: Heroin is. Yeah, <laughs> this is level yeah, one. Yeah, I know
3: how much you guys love pure heroin.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm, 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 oh. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs>
1: it's not it's it's our heroin. fault, Salt. It's not our fault. I had I to salt. bring it up. I don't even know whose fault. We're <laughs> blaming anyway.
2: Anchor. Anchor's fault.
0: <laughs> Scott Whelan was saying, he was, as a rocker, he was saying how you can hear the influence of drugs in every other rock band's music and for him it was like he was like you can hear the heroin in the music when you're a heroin addict and you've been like oh. and you can hear what? other bands who are yeah who are like writing music out of heroin he's like you can hear that and you can tell that in the music and so i to be completely honest i feel like man the psychedelics especially like lsd in particular like i feel like i've never tried lsd but I feel like you could hear that in this in this album. And <laughs> and Well, it was like that documentary that Saul and I watched on Pink Floyd back in the day. It was like LSD was like, it was like a portal to a new dimension that everyone was doing. And they were traveling to other universes, and this was the music that they were traveling to it on. You know what I mean? Like quite mm-hmm. literally. So a song yeah. like On the Run, that when you're sober, you're just kind of listening to, and it's like. Oh yeah, this is cool, you know, and you can kind of get into it and you can kind of get the feeling of the trip and you can get the feeling of like but if you I feel like it was legitimately meant to be listened to on acid. And if it was on acid, you'd be you'd be traveling to another planet like while you're listening to that song. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, 100%. Anyways, just yeah, but it is interesting the relationship between drugs and and music, you know. It's like and art in art, and general. art in general, yeah. Does it yeah. enhance it? Does it what do you yeah. do? You know? So, no, I just do it, we need to try L S D right now.
2: Well, that's why <laughs> Here it's it is. <laughs> I only brought the beers. Well, yeah. well that's why it's called psychedelic rock. Right? Isn't that and that's what that's yeah. what we'd fit this into? Totally. hundred oh, yep. percent,
1: yeah. 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 That's the thing is what's fun what's crazy about it is with even those bands and this like genre is a word, you know? Like and and by that I mean you could look at a particular aspect of a band, a particular song, and group them in a different category for whatever reason you want. Like somebody like the Beatles like you can have a handful or an album or two albums of Beatles songs that you could put into psychedelic rock too, but at the yeah, same time, sure right, yeah. mostly say that they're pop rock a lot of their yeah, of their But then
0: they ones. started to get Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, man. Dude, like the magical they, mystery tour. Like, yeah. They went Star on, on the they went on
1: man. magical mystery tours, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Across the universe, Across man. Across the <laughs> universe. <laughs> but you know? yeah, I I, I I listening to them made me think I was curious. I didn't actually look into this, but just I was was curious just to both being British and how much the Beatles influenced them as a band. Just like being around the same time.
2: I feel earlier, like you know. I feel like Pink Floyd, ever since the beginning, even had like, it's either you hate him or you love him. It was like a f- cult following. Oh Do
0: yeah, like, I mean they're. Do they their, still kind of have that rap now. From their very yeah. roots, from their very origins, they were different and weird. You know, like they were like, yeah, they like they, they 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 were doing their own thing like from square one, and it was exactly it like either people loved them or they just thought they were noise. But like the people who yeah. generally loved them. We're all tripping on the yeah. Floor. They were all on the same, <laughs> They wanted to be on the same page yeah, as them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. I gotta watch that. Uh, that uh, that was an interesting documentary. I can't remember which what it was called. Yeah, I do But it was cool. It was really informative. Um, brain damage. Yeah. If this one isn't about Sid, Sid yeah, I don't know what is Sid. And it, in a, in a way, it almost seems like a reflection to me of like. Again, that would shake you. Having mm-hmm. your founding leader freaking drift off into oblivion. And they were all friends. And it's, they were all, yeah. yeah, totally. They were buds. That's and why they
3: started the band.
0: The So, the like, Brain Damage, I think it's obviously about him. And it's just, for me, it's that reflection on how every single one of them, you're a step away from insanity, you know? you maybe even one bad trip away from insanity. Like, the lunatic is in my head, the lunatic is in my head. It's like, and that's kind of what this whole album feels like to me, you know, it's like this underlying tone of madness that it's like, that you get distracted from mo- by, by from money though, you get distracted mm. by from the hit of, uh, of like, or the highs, you get distracted, mm. it's distractions, it's distractions, and then it's the final reflection of like, Sid Barrett's in my brain. You know, it's like he's there. It's like he's there in all of us. And then it's oh, like, yeah, he's that
1: image of the madman that they could see themselves becoming.
0: Because they, yeah, because they wouldn't have seen it coming. You know, it would have been just like a freaking if Gabe went off the deep end. You know, just like one day on the North Boys pod, we Gabe just... freaking just pat just gone. He's just <laughs> not there anymore. <laughs> and
1: like, and then you find me in the gun, and then I find you in the gun. Have we asked
3: where is Josh today? Oh just... shit. Yeah, something to think
1: about. He's in a gutter.
0: <laughs>
3: Guaranteed.
0: He's in a gutter. He's in Calgary. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, no, but anyways,
1: just 100% Sid Barrett reflection, if you ask me. Um, I think so too. I'm sorry to laugh at that. That's because I'm mad. So very, very mad. Um, You're mad? Yeah. I think. No, it's like, Yeah. It, yeah i and mean don't dam- really have anything to add so
2: and it's I'm almost like out. it's almost like a
0: weird i almost feel like it's like and if the dam breaks open <laughs> many years too soon and if there is no room up upon the hill and if your head explodes with dark forebodings too i'll see you on the dark side of the moon it's almost like what's the dark like, side of the moon
3: man i would i'd would say that's eternity um, that's my yeah. guess I almost think it's Wherever the hell yeah. Sid is right now Exactly like Sid's on and the Eventually i will yeah. be there With you at some point yeah. Well, It's, like, it's yeah. almost yeah. like Sid that's...
0: talking to the rest Of the band to me And he's just like He's like yeah You know And if your friggin Head explodes With dark forebodings And you hear thunder Claps in your ears It's like I'll be there for you On the yeah, like, I'll Like you're, you're just a step away from, from I'm in the shit the dark and When I come and there, there i Yeah, be there. There. yeah, yeah you know yeah. You know what I mean That's kind of Yeah the impression I got from it Like cause
1: Well yeah I mean well, yeah, just like you raise the blade, you make the change, you rearrange me telling tell the saying you lock the door and throw away the key, and there's someone in my head. But, but it's, it's not, not me. me.
0: Yeah. And if the cloud bursts thunder in your ear, you shout and no one seems to hear. And if... And if the band you're in starts playing different tunes, I'll see you in the dark side of the moon, which I also thought was maybe, I would say this to Saul, maybe this was Roger Waters getting ready to just like quit the scene, you know what I mean? (laughs) Because he wrote the song. I uh, almost
3: think it's like them becoming more mainstream after Sid Barrett's gone because he was the influence for all the really psychedelic stuff and they became a lot more mainstream after Sid Barrett's departure. So that line, if the band you're in starts playing different tunes... I think that's almost a, a nod to Sid. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so in the sense. The end of a chapter? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. But at the same time, he's still part of them. Like, yeah. even though you yeah. can't see him, like, the dark side of the moon. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. You can't Luke. see him, but he's not there. <laughs> Luke, that's a funny. PhD. That's a PhD, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's always there. He's always in the sky, you know? Like, yeah, man. Shining down, reflecting the sun, but... Nobody knows but them. Yeah, bro. <laughs>
2: Sid Barrett's like the bro. fucking Teletubby son.
1: <laughs> 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 let's see if someone's made that real quick.
2: <laughs> oh, oh my bro. god. Man. And then what? What do we have left Well, here? then it's Eclipse? Lot. it's
0: Eclipse. Yeah, so let's look at these lyrics here. And then, of course, classy and classic. Um, I feel like Eclipse is a good
2: conclusion after uh, brain damage as well
0: Mm mm-hmm that's pretty good all that you touch and all that you see and all that you taste all you feel all that you love all that you hate all you distrust all you save all that you give and all that you deal all that you buy beg borrow and steal
1: i actually didn't even know this was a different song listening through it's the same song it was so the whole album is one song (laughs) well yeah but then like especially these two songs
0: everything under the sun is in tune but the sun is eclipsed by the moon Oh, shit. Bro.
1: But the funny thing is, when the that sun. The moon, no, no, just no. When what? the sun is being eclipsed by the moon, then. Like, what does it mean? The, well, yeah. What is the moon? The dark side of the moon, then it the bright side of the moon, and the dark side is the side that's closer to us because it's an eclipse. Bro, the dark side of the moon is the one that's closer but, to the sun. No. The dark, the dark side, side of the moon is the side of the moon you the... never see. Yeah, that's right. So the side that's reflecting the sun is the one that's bright. But in an eclipse, the moon's between the sun and the earth, so the dark side is the closest Is the one sun. that you can see? And Sid Barrett is the one closer to
0: the sun and in tune with the universe all along. Holy shit, drop the mic. There it is. Bike's on the ground. Wow. No, Now, think about it, though. The dark side of the moon is the side of the moon that you never see. We're just going on this talks and trips of, like, I'll see you on the dark side but that, of the moon. But if, it's, it's, I'll it's, see but you but if the sun
3: is eclipsed by the moon, the dark side of the moon is the, the, the side-facing side, earth.
0: But but the dark but side... This is, but it's still <laughs> the sun... I am not this song he says The point is, the point is, the dark side of the moon Everything under the sun is in tune, but the sun is eclipsed by the moon It's like, that's the side that literally is seeing all of the sun, but to us it's the dark side It's like, it's the unknown, but it's not the dark side Because it's the side where everything is in tune, and then we're in the darkness but like wherever the dark side of the moon is that's where the truth is and that's where okay i can get behind that yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah
1: yeah yeah i know 100%. just to make you shut up yeah, yeah <laughs> but then the outro on. to the song he says there is no dark side of the moon really matter of fact it's all dark <laughs> <laughs> well ah, shit but i think that also yeah embodies that idea of you're connected to that the like the darkness on the other side you know, everything seems nice and happy, or like, you can identify with mental illness or, or because of your own experiences, even though you might not be at the, the, the state of depth that like, for example, it was. You know, like they could be like, I can see myself getting there, you know, and, and feeling for their friend and probably knowing more of his story than we do and why he got to that point or they have a little more context for that, right? Yeah. Hmm. And so you'd be like, yeah, like, like I know what took you there, like, with whatever trauma you're trying to medicate for or whatever, but then at the same time is, I'm still, like, on the other side, like, you know, we're still separate, and you feel that. Separated by the moon.
4: Yeah.
1: It's fucking deep, boys. That is deep. Boys. Holy.
2: It's the deepest I think we've gone on the North of the <laughs> so far. Holy
1: shit. So deep in outer
0: space,
4: right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well and I guess that about freaking... Should we should we do our summaries here? We and... probably should. I, I lost track of the time. We don't have our regular <clears throat> setup here, so I don't know how long we've been going for, but twenty three minutes.
2: No, we got twenty three minutes left or uh, so. Oh,
0: well yeah, let's let's get it let's get into the next step then here, yeah. Um ratings. Luke, you want to go first? Oh, he picked it. I picked it, so I Technically, Saul picked it. So he needs to go last. Yeah, Yeah, sure. I'll go first. I I don't mind at (laughs) all.
1: This is a really good album. I'm glad we had such a great recommendation.
3: Oh, thank you. (laughs)
1: Um, It was an album I wanted to dive into for a long time. Um, And yeah, like just so cool and creative and sad and weirdly uplifting at the same time that's what really got me about it is because there's like like there's songs where you feel stressed and then there's the other songs you just feel totally light and relieved and it's like this weird cathartic experience that like goes back and forth throughout the album at least that's what i found and so Mm -hmm. anyway really good Not my favorite album by any means, but um,
4: uh,
1: (laughs) um, uh, yeah, I uh, I'd probably give it a solid, um, a solid, uh, uh, juice 8.5.
2: Holy, Holy that's pretty good. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. No, No, that's
1: that's
0: right. Maybe we should start with Gabe. I feel like Gabe's the bad news of this situation here, Gabe. Give
2: am the bad news do <laughs> necessarily loves the whole album Well either. I mean
1: Josh rated it zero Because he's dead no. <laughs> Yeah <that laughs> right. he's, he's on the dark side <laughs> Josh is yeah. our Josh, Josh Barrett Josh, <laughs> Barrett. <laughs> Josh
3: oh,
2: Barrett Rest man. in peace No I'm fine I'm pretty happy That I finally got Like we. I listened to this album Fully through I, I, I've known about it For a long time I knew uh, Money and stuff like that So I was glad that finally listened to it through. It is a good album. It's definitely like a collective piece of art that you need to listen to from front to back. Uh, you, don't, you don't just yeah. usually pick a song. Um, it's definitely the, the experience requires you to listen front to back. Um, but like I mentioned, like the album absorbs you entirely and demands your attention. Um, I don't know if I've ever really had an experience where I lost track of time just listening to music. Mm-hmm. Which happened to me with this, and uh, that's really cool. I don't, I, and there were some meaningful messages as well with the songs that I didn't, you do know, pick up on. So I mean, great album. I don't know how often I'll listen to it. I, I like doing the Wizard of Oz thing, <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah, for people it. out there if you want to uh, do something fun and <laughs> definitely try it out. It's it's an interesting experience. Um, and as for rating goes, I'm gonna give it like a six out of ten for me personally.
0: Wow. There you go It's fine <laughs>
2: <laughs> I said it's fine I don't want to talk about it's it no, no, no. It's um, So very far
3: from fine So very far from fine
0: When you fine. say you're fine But you're not really fine But yeah, you're not fine anything. But you yeah, just have time To get into it um, Yeah No I enjoyed this I want to say More than I thought I would Um. Hmm. I always thought that uh, For me I always thought like A lot of Pink Floyd Was kind of overrated Just because of Because of its simplicity I was like, everyone was, like it's genius they're freaking geniuses and i'm like man they're kind of geniuses you know but like you listen to like i mean they're famous or whatever they're famous <laughs> or whatever, you know but but it really was it was very engaging it was fun to sink our teeth into and i did enjoy the tunes like i i yeah like i enjoyed the tunes and like it they it, it did a really good job of like i was saying before that uh that discord and resolve, and it's like it's it it took you on a trip and it took you on a journey, and it was it was a lot of, of fun. Um Like I yeah, I think I'll be listening to this album again in the future. I probably just give it a solid eight
1: for a Thomas score.
0: I probably give it an eight out
1: of ten. <laughs> Josh, like, yeah, I have to tap into his body for a second like <laughs> and they let his soul take over my body It's <laughs> gonna be like you gave this an 8 and you gave Harry Chapin what a two point six. I can't
4: remember why I gave Harry Chapin I did not give him a <laughs> oh no wow yeah I can I mean, it's I really like know. a negative a 8 or something Mom, you guys are gonna yeah. hear about this next week that's right yeah
3: um,
0: uh, no but yeah uh, I, think I'd, I think I'd have to give it an 8 like I, I really enjoyed it and I was thinking even like just for for a, this album was 50 years old, boys. Yeah, it's it's approaching 50 years old. Isn't yeah. that kind of freaking whack? It's old. 48. 48 years old, dude. That's weird. Do you remember when the 50s was 50 years ago? No. Now the 70s no, is 50 years ago. I don't remember that. Okay, Luke wouldn't remember that. I remember that. There was a time when the 50s was about 50 years ago. Yeah, it was four. Yeah. That was...
1: four, two, six, fourteen, seven. Seven. I don't remember those years at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was... It was on the dark side of the- <laughs> it was on the a dark tripping side on LSD
0: <laughs> <laughs> no but anyway it's just like yeah it's really uh withstood the test of time really well but like I said so personally I was even like considering going up to just about nines but then I was like well I think I only Holy I gave Hot Fuss a 9.3 and I was like and if I'm being completely honest with myself get, in regards to Hot Fuss on a Thomas scale yeah it's gonna have to be like you know you know like that you know what I mean
1: okay quick a little side note about the ratings yeah, because it's funny rating music because I always feel this urge to re-rate after my gut feeling mm. because I'm like, oh, but in the context of all the music that I love and what I've rated in the past, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's kind of bull in a mm. way. Like, Maybe, you know, yeah, just yeah. let it affect you and then just like give it a score. Just give it a score. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like it's, it's a, a good nine, point.
0: Right? Good point. It's good good point. point. Well, I'm <laughs> not gonna change it. for... I will eight four five. Holy So Oh, boy. all right.
3: Um. Okay, so I, a couple of things with this album. I did say when we got here, I'm gonna rate it a ten just to break you guys' metric. Oh, <laughs> my nothing's God. Been a ten. Just, and just, just really, really piss off Josh. Yeah. But yes. I I can't honestly do that in good conscience because there are no tens. Trust it. 10.
4: Trust me, Yeah. That's the. Um. <laughs> <That's> the <laughs> <place laughs> right
3: there. There are no tens. So one thing that's just so crazy about this album that I found out yesterday is, uh. <laughs> What's the What's the song about War Us and Them? I was listening to that and I was like, I wonder if any of that is has to do with when they were born, like experiencing World War II as like little kids or something. So I looked up how old they were. (laughs) They were born. Gilmore is born in like '46, so he was he was twenty six, twenty seven when this album came out. They were all under thirty when this album came out, which is just in hindsight, looking back on it, is so crazy to me because they because this album it has like you said Thomas it stood the test of time for 50 years still be one of the most critically acclaimed albums of all time yeah. and these guys are kids I mean yeah. it was their eighth studio album but I mean that it's just insane to do at that age you know uh, because we look back on Pink Floyd and we see them as like kind of legendary even if we don't like them they kind of have this legendary oh, status yeah, yeah. You, know, um, you know the name, yeah. If you have Ever heard name. The name. yeah yeah, yeah. And so, with this album, I personally think this is their best album. Um, and it, it, I, I have a lot of sentimental value for this one because I grew up listening to it. Mm. Um, I also think that it really has shaped a lot of the way music has been done, especially psychedelic rock and even pop rock. Uh, and creating albums that are a single cohesive piece of mm. art start to finish yeah. um, just. A lot of really impressive things and then the message of the album being like a a search for purpose not saying that they feel that they've found it in this album but at least they're looking for it uh in Mm. in in the message of the album is that that desire for purpose uh and then just a really kind of cold hard look at how selfish people are uh and those two things and how they're opposite they're opposite but yet we're like we're selfish and looking for purpose and we we have to flip the script for that, right? And I think that's kind of like a central message. Like, mm. you want to find purpose. Stop looking at yourself all the time, and then the whole album is like me, 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 purpose, 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 purpose. Mm. But you can't have both, right? And I think that's that's kind of for me that that really speaks to me through the through this uh, piece of work. Um, but honestly, I will give it a nine point two because. Thomas said gut and that was my gut. So there it is.
4: Yeah. Woo! All right. Nice.
1: Boom, 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 boom! Boom,
2: Fuck <laughs> Saul's explanation there is awesome. was awesome. Yeah. Like <laughs> mic drop moment. That moment. was yeah. really
1: good. No, that's <laughs> very You're cute. born to be on the pod. Oh, <clears throat> <Yeah>. Uh-oh. Watch out, Josh.
4: Hey, send us an email. email. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm not going to get us canceled,
2: at least. <laughs>
4: <Uh-oh. Ooh.
1: laughs>
2: You will uh, save on editing time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. awesome. No, we so, never have to edit our track.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, baby's here.
0: Hey, uh, Ambrose. Thomas, um, what
2: album are we going to do you next? You know what? I
0: didn't even freaking. I'm not going to lie. I didn't even freaking. <gasps> I guess I picked I, that, right? I mean, I yeah, <laughs> so it looks like. Okay. Well, I know we got a more... Pure heroine by Lord. Uh, recommendations in the bag we got a bunch more recommendations in the bag. Danae. No. No? <laughs> We're not going to go with <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Destiny's Child writing on the wall. <laughs> Destiny's Child writing on the wall. Oh, Never heard God. of it. Don't know Book it. about it. Book it. It's in. It. Yeah. It's in there. So let's just do it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, coming up next, Destiny's Child writing on the wall. Get it on your Spotify. Get it on vinyl. Get it. However, way you want is that to get even it? a real the album? writing
1: is on, <laughs> the the on the wall. The writing's on the wall. The writing's on the
0: wall. The writing's on the wall by Destiny's Child 1999, baby. Whoa, taking it. Here we go. Okay, well, can we get looking forward to it? I think I don't know. I really don't know. Don't know anything about Simon. <laughs> thanks, thanks, we gotta oh, thank, all the Thanks, laundress.
2: all for coming on the pod and uh, yeah. joining us here and giving us his. His valuable insight on Pink Floyd. That's Thanks, right. boys. I actually had a lot of fun, so thank you. That's awesome. For we'll have you around here. again
1: soon, here, Saul. That's what we're here for. We're just here for fun. Which is a good line. Which for the dark side of the moon. Ambrose's background. You back think crime. so too, Ambrose? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Thomas
1: Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, like,
4: and I'm And I'm Luke. <laughs> <laughs> This is
2: the North Boys
4: Pod. This is the North
0: Boys Pod. <laughs> Tune in next week. And send some. us an email. And send us an email. Send us an email. Send us an email. Send yeah. us an email. We're looking for recommendations, man. Send us an email.
1: Guys, just send, an email. Just, send email. just send them an
4: email. We need it. Just send it to them. We need
0: it.
1: Just tell us how... <laughs> tell us how you've been. We just are. tell us how to be how better. <laughs> That's how <you've> Just... <laughs> tell us about yourself. <laughs> your favorite
4: ways to... Weave baskets. All right, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>